Is it the end of the world? Yes, it is the end of the world. And it's also the beginning, the beginning of a brand new, solid, shuffle world for us all to enjoy. What the fuck is going on, y'all? What up, Jugs? We see we got three viewers. Thank you for watching. This is Deck One Delt. How you doing? Pretty good. How you doing? All right. My name is Kyle. You can call me Keezy if you want. Some people do. And this is my main man. Carver Law, y'all. Carver Law. So um, I'm going to try to turn on. There it is. Ready for the show podcast discussion. What up, Dylan? If anybody else is listening, drop us a comment and get your shout outs. If you want them, we're cool. You know, uh, if, you, if this is your first time, welcome. Um, we do this show. We try to do it uh, whenever we can, but we've been on, been on a decent roll lately, haven't yeah. we? Yeah. Um, I guess we don't crank them out like as fast as some other people crank out uh, their content, but yeah, I mean, I'm cra personally, I always crank out content. <laughs> yeah, give a little bit of that secret information. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I don't but, either. Uh, no, you know, we we you know we got lives. So, uh, yeah, man, we do know. it. We you know we're just for those uh, those who might be new, welcome. We are. Uh, we, this podcast, we just talk about Juggalo shit. Tell we relate our old school Juggalo lives to the album we're discussing, mm -hmm. which today is Forgotten Freshness Volumes One and Two, as you can see right behind me. Yeah, um, we're going through the gamut. Um, we've started at Carnival of Car. We actually started at Fearless Fred. Dropped it a week after that came out, and then uh, we've been going uh, from Carnival of Carnage, and we've made our way up here. So if you yeah. want to hear us talk about the albums before this. Head over to our YouTube and check those out. Yeah. yeah, and it's kind of like a, uh, it's kind of like a travel back to the back to that era. Mm, yeah, you know? uh, like a time machine. We kind of hop in, and um, you know, I, I guess I'm Doc, you're Marty, or the other way around. <laughs> no, I don't I, know. I'll I don't be Marty. I like that. <laughs> okay, but yeah, we go back in time, and you know, we, we we start reliving that year. Nostalgic, you know, hits us, and yeah. It's a uh, it's a good time, yeah. I think. So we both been juggalos for mo more than half our lives, um, yeah. twenty odd some odd years at this point. Um, uh, but you mentioned right before the show, you were telling me that uh, this album in particular, you have you you wore your the, your shirt. Yeah, it's it's related to this album, believe it or not. Yeah. What, uh, so 1998, I was huge into wrestling, and uh, it was a huge year for NWO. WCW and uh it was also the year this came out and it just man they go hand in hand NWO and Forgotten Freshness so it was like I mean uh, you know two big things that I was like really into <laughs> at that in that year so yeah. and you actually gave me the shirt so props to that yeah yeah no yeah I got two and I had one that was bigger than the other and you're like three feet taller than yeah. me so I gave it to you it worked and out I, I had an NW sh NWO shirt back you know, back then when I was a teenager and <laughs> fucking lost it, you know, Fuck over yeah. the years. But I'm glad I have one nice and yeah, man, nice got and on, fresh. Go on eBay. Yeah, check it out if you want an NWO shirt. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dylan said that uh, he said we he was expecting a Generation Nightmare recap. That's the Twist's new album. Um, we were discussing that before the show a little bit. Yeah, um, I honestly I haven't heard it, so I, I can't speak on it. Yeah, um, I I did listen to it kind of passively. I I was just telling them I don't remember literally a single song on it, but um, I I do I what I did hear I I did like I 
think I like it more than their last a- album, and uh, I'm definitely gonna give it another listen. And we, we were discussing maybe coming back and uh, talking about that too, you know, while it's still fresh. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't want to like wait too long to do yeah. that, so I'll probably go home and uh, give it a listen. Yeah, and man. I know you said you're you you're down to do another one like anytime this week yeah so, we'll bust it out yeah, yeah there's definitely. a possibility we can get one out this week yeah for sure and you, he's uh, dylan's over there saying fuck dx man i mean <laughs> dx was like that was wwf's answer to nwo yeah, Wait, yeah. Only, which one was first the chicken or the egg uh i believe I, I i it was nwo i believe okay nwo I so. was first and then yes dx was the answer um yeah man monday night wars I, i'm not gonna say fuck dx i mean i was more of an nwo fan but uh, DX was great too, man. I mean, they, their their catchphrase, the whole "suck it" thing. If, if you don't like DX, I got two words for you: <laughs> suck it. <laughs> yeah, but like, I mean, yeah, that's that's still used today. And yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think "suck it" and it's, it's uh, universal. Yeah, it's even more used than anything the NWO did, probably. You know, because like NWO had the four oh, life, too sweet. Yeah, sweet. Yeah. but yeah, like yeah. people don't do that you still see people say suck yeah it, so i wish people still like did yeah. too sweet you know, we, do, we, we would do that shit in school walking through the hallways <laughs> like i was always tall and i was friends with this other dude that was tall and we'd see each other passing we'd just be like <laughs> and you know he said like flourish like, <laughs> yeah. you, know, you just have to make like a ridiculous face when you do it yeah. <laughs> oh, <shit>. uh, <laughs> but yeah. Just too sweet know. was sweet, but I mean, suck it is undeniable. Yeah, everyone loves saying suck it. Yeah, everyone. Yeah, I the, and everyone loves to to suck it or get sucked. Yeah, yeah. I think by ninety eight, late ninety eight, ninety nine, the NWO kind of started sucking and wearing down, and DX was still like pretty popular. Yeah. So I think in the end. DX probably had the hand up over NWO. <laughs> but early fucking NWO. Yeah, for sure. When Hogan and the Outsiders formed and that shit was classic. Wait, that, were you were you Wolfpack or black and white? I was fucking black and white. Me too. Black and white That's all the way. That's where Hogan was. That's where yeah. I was, man. I was black and white all the way. And when Hogan came out to fucking Voodoo Chad while Jimmy Hent by Jimi Hendrix, man, that was that shit was <laughs> and that the fucking place would blow up. Now I think if you get on the W Oh, that's yeah. the NWO theme song. Yeah, it? yeah. The NWO theme and then Hogan came out to the Hendrix Voodoo yeah, Child. You're right. Like You're right. Which on the WWE network, I think they took that out. You, oh, you don't yeah. hear that now, which fucking sucks. That does fucking suck. God damn it. Yeah. <sighs> but yeah, I, I always love the WCW belt, like that big fucking <laughs> yeah, it was gold. Just huge and gold. And then when they tagged, they sprayed the NWO on it. I thought that was so fucking badass. I even bought like a, like <laughs> like one of those plastic ones and sprayed it myself and had that shit, dude. I, I loved it. That's fucking sweet, man. Hell yeah. Good times. Yeah, man. And ICP didn't show up. Speaking of ICP, they didn't show up to the until about 99, I think, in WCW. Yeah, that sounds about right. That um, would have been fucking cool to see them in the NWO era. Oh, like man. that early black and white yeah they definitely would have been on black team black and white yeah imagine you know jay and shaggy (laughs) with their black and white paint coming out in like a black and white shirt or then what what if they heel turn and went uh Wolfpack and then had like red and black makeup yeah that would have been dope but icp even would have worked with sting Oh, yeah, Sting had his right. whole crow gimmick, which I love Sting too. I ain't yeah. gonna lie. Like, I love both <laughs> Hogan and Sting were the money makers of that era, man. Fuck I yeah. really fucking loved it. The whole build up to 1997 to Starcade. 
that year, which was like, you know, the last, their big, their WrestleMania, basically, yeah. WCWs. That was a fucking huge, huge event. Hmm. You go back and watch it now, it's like some of the matches, like, ah, I don't know. <laughs> but man, it was fucking huge back then. Oh, look, he said uh, he watched WrestleMania. Dylan said he watched WrestleMania 19 this weekend and they dubbed over Voodoo Child. Yeah. That's fucked yeah, up. I know, it sucks. I, they just, I, they probably can't get the, the rights or whatever to. But that's a fucking great song, man. I yeah, used, it is. I used to get goosebumps when Hogan came out to that shit. <laughs> it's like, oh, yes. Yeah. That's how I felt when I hear Real American, too, though. Yeah. I mean, I always loved that shit. That shit gave me the goosebumps. Still, if I listen to that song right now, I'd probably be like, I I'd pump up. Real, um, did you, okay, did, did you follow Hogan when, he, when WCW basically crashed and got bought out? Hogan went back to the WW, WWF. Right. He came back as like, you know, regular ass Hulk Hogan, yeah. but he had the the red and uh, yellow boa. Yeah, so. yeah. Do you remember though? Like, I think it was like 2002. By the time 2002 rolled around, Vince was like, he basically fired. You're fired. <laughs> fired Hogan, and then um, uh, Stephanie McMahon hired him back as um, Mr. America. <laughs> Do you remember that? I, I vaguely remember Hogan as Mr. America. But he had like a blue mask on and he was trying to claim that he wasn't Hogan. Yeah, I do remember that shit. <laughs> so I mean, fucking, it was actually great, though. That whole feud between McMahon and Hogan at that time was classic. Dude, really? go back and watch that shit. Their promos are funny. Was it as good as Stone Cold and Vince's uh, Almost. Feud? It was almost. <laughs> almost. It, yeah, it, nothing really beats that. No, you can't fucking beat that. But <laughs> That's pretty funny, though. Yeah, yeah I, I vaguely remember him being that. What Didn't he used to like wear another mask like back in the day? pretend to be like some other bullshit or like blue uh i don't no, know blue blazer was uh maybe that's what i'm thinking of that was uh owen oh okay yeah blue blazer was owen hart that must be what I was thinking. Of. that's that's actually what owen hart was that was the gimmick he was portraying when he died oh okay yeah that's fucked up yeah rip rip to owen and rip to china suck it anyways sorry for you uh non-wrestling fans we just yeah. went off on that thing i just had to man i had to wear the woo yeah. sweet. <laughs> believe it or not this is a juggalo podcast but yeah. you know wrestling at that time like around the time forgotten freshness came out which is 1998 the right? monday wars were going on um, man. the monday wars were going on as we discussed and uh we we, had, we were newish juggalos you know had just heard ice beat probably in 97 maybe you might have been 96 or so but um but yeah, I was like a new, newer, newish ICP fan around the time this dropped. If I'm not mistaken, it dropped in like the summertime. Um, yeah, I think. I remember that was that's the first ICP album I got to like look forward to and buy. Yeah. You know? Like yeah. I was like, fuck yeah, new ICP, hell yeah. And you know what's interesting is, and I, I'd be surprised if even a lot of Juggalos knew, not that this is secret information, but um, you know, there was an original Forgotten Freshness before this. Yeah, it was just... Just called Forgotten Freshness, right? right. Or one, or maybe it they was called just it called Forgotten Freshness. Yeah. Um, that same cover, right? It was the same exact cover. Cover. I think the the blue was a little darker. Yeah. Um, but uh, I actually had a bootleg of it. I bought from Record Connection. It was like a burnt CD, yeah. but it had all the songs. I had it actually had Ask You Something on it and um, Ghetto Zone, which is Ghetto Zone on the on uh, this one. It had another Dog Beat song, I think. Um, but yeah, Ask You Something was on it. And I'm guessing they just didn't have the rights to Clarence Carter's song in order to um, put it on. If you don't know, Ask You Something. It's an ICP song. He's like, I mean, fucking. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's not on here. You yeah, know? no, they don't have it on here. They put that on something, didn't they, later on? If they did, it's news to me. As far as I know, it was never on anything else. I thought they put it on one of their, like, 
And the newer Forgot Freshnesses or something? Yeah. Maybe. Or, <clears throat> or like one of the um, Outer Space. We okay. can from Outer Space. Uh, maybe oh, maybe. Not. They may have. I don't remember. I don't I don't think so. But, um, but no, I, all I see is dog beats on here from... Yeah. I don't see Ghetto Zone or... So there's at least one other song that was on the um, original um, Forgot Freshness. But nevertheless, I didn't do any homework on that, so don't quote me on it, I guess. But the point I was trying to make is that, you know, I knew about that, and I had actually heard it because I had that bootleg. But the reason we kind of skipped over it is because as far as I know, that really wasn't even, like, an official, like, like release that was actually out there. I'm, I'm guessing it was something they sold at their shows or something. Yeah, because this was an island release. Yeah, I've so, I've never seen a fucking copy of uh, the original. Like Neither have I. Ever. Neither have I. But yeah, maybe they just they were like, you know, fuck it, let's you know, that's a good idea, so let's you know, actually release a, a nationwide release. Yeah, not to mention by the time island. by the time this came out, you know, 98 or whatever, th they probably had a quite a bit of songs built up for it, you know, yeah. cu cuts from Malenko and Riddlebox yeah. and shit like that. Yeah, and obviously it was riding on the, the Malenko wave, so, yeah. I mean, I'm sure this is probably one, this is probably Platinum. Oh, it wouldn't I, surprise I, me. I, I'm not sure, but I think maybe it's Platinum. Yeah, look, it said Ice Speed Drop Forgot Fresh this one, it was in SummerSlam 98. The next week. <laughs> uh, yep. um, all right. Well, let's dive in, man. You ready to do it? Yeah. Let's talk about it. Um, so I do remember bumping this album. Like, I had my truck at the time. Um, I think I was, like, hanging out with a chick. Like, I remember, like, just rolling around, literally just driving around, going nowhere, <laughs> listening to this shit, you know? I mean, yeah, man. Back then, that's what it was all about. Um, how, so how many countless days did we just chill in, like, the Myers parking lot? Oh yeah, with nothing to fucking do. Oh yeah, that was like our our shit, and I think most teenagers do that shit, anyways. But thank God for you know department stores that stay open fucking <laughs> twenty four hours, man. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Um, so the first song on on uh Forgot Freshness volumes one and two, and by the way, we're doing both albums, all twenty two tracks or whatever it is. Um, the first song's Hey Vato. Um, if I'm not mistaken, in the liner notes, it says something about this song being like, um. A B side of uh, Wagon Wagon, like a almost like a redone version. Like it has a very similar beat to it. I mean, I think we talked about that shit on uh, our Forgotten Freshness, or I'm, I'm sorry, our Ringmaster episode. Yeah, they so they remade this one a couple times. It says here that uh, they made it for the Ringmaster. For some reason, they didn't like it. They wrote new lyrics to the beat and called it Walking Round. Oh, okay. They didn't like that version either. Finally, they changed it around, wrote new lyrics, called it Wagon Wagon. Mm, okay. Yeah. Okay. So this song, by the way, uh, while I do agree, honestly, I, I don't think this song really would have fit in that well on Ringmaster, but it has like that same, the sound of that era. Yeah, absolutely. Like without, and it might just be because it's so similar to Wagon Wagon, but yeah. I mean, their raps on it are so like, their, their style. Voice, like the voice, I, I don't know if they were using a uh, filter or whatever at that. At I don't even know if filters existed at that yeah, time <laughs> in, in recording history. But yeah, the way their voices sounded like just like Ringmaster. Yeah. So this song, I I love it. I I know every fucking word to it. It's cool. I like the little sound of like the guy zombie or whatever in the background. That's yeah. cool. As I've always liked that. Yeah. <laughs> it was a great 
uh, opening track too yeah. for this album. It's a very like middle of the road ICP song. Don't get me wrong, I, I really like it, but it's it's a good like intro, like you said. Uh, it's not like too weird or out there. It's a it's like a good hocus pocus style song, yeah. you know. So, and, and I don't know about you, man. This album to me is is like a full length like i didn't view this as like scrapped and b-side shit oh, me when neither. i got this at the time i know? listened to this like i mean i wore it the fuck yeah out. this was like i religiously listened to it as an, of an official icp album i didn't know anything about the songs before this yeah you know so to me it was it yeah. flowed just like an album yeah I, I let me see let me look at the back of that um this i wanted to see some of the tracks because um I mean, honestly, some of these songs, uh, most of these songs, I'd never heard until I got this album. Um, especially being like a newer Juggalo, I wasn't—I just did, wasn't hip to a lot of stuff. There was really the internet was new; you couldn't download shit. You know what I mean? Um, I'd maybe heard the um, Carnival Christmas songs that are on here. But other than that, I literally don't think I heard a single other song on here. I, I heard the Halloween songs only because the, the kid down the street had the, uh, what was it, the Witches and Warlocks? Oh, shit, for real? Yeah. I've never seen one of those either. Yeah, he That's had so that, sweet. and I remember he, it was, he had a tape, and he, okay. had it, and he was playing that, and I was like... I was like, oh man, where'd you get this? I can't remember where the hell he got it, but um, yeah, Witches and Warlocks, and that was, I heard that right before I heard this. Damn. So the, the Halloween songs were definitely the ones I remember. And for just a go back rich witches and warlocks was just like the hollow wicked like what they called the hollow wicked single whatever year that was 96 or I, I think what it was is they took the halloween songs at that point and released them there's only like four okay. three or four at that point okay yeah and they were you know they had obviously they they released them prior and mm. then witches and warlocks they basically compiled it okay. it was basically a compilation halloween cd at that point okay and you know what one thing that's great about the these albums is that um, like you you just said, we had never really heard a lot of them. Like this is the only Forgotten Freshness where that's the case. Like the every Forgotten Freshness since then is like shit where we've either heard or there's like remixes and shit. I'll or, say three, yeah, was still pretty surprising to me. Like there were sure. still some things on there I didn't hear, I didn't know existed. I'm pretty sure I, I agree. A lot of that I, I don't remember the track listing exactly, but I do agree. I th from what I recall, um, I think that one had Cartoon Nightmares on it, which I fucking love. Yeah, a great song. And some other great song. And, and I and I never heard that song yeah. before. Three yeah, same. Out, so. Um, but um, yeah, there's something about that. Like I think there's some songs on there that almost sound like they were made just because like they needed more songs for the album or something. You know what uh, I mean? Yeah, because there was some that were definitely like too current sounding to be like yeah. in from the past. Right. Um, all right. So moving on. Um, hey Vato, great song, great opener. We love it. Um, Dead Pumpkins is track two. Fucking love this song. Probably one of my favorite Halloween songs. Yeah, it's great. It's is just so I remember this was like so just wicked sounding <laughs> to me when I was you know a young man listening to this. Yeah, like, it has like this crazy like rock like riff like. Dun, 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 yeah, and the storytelling. Hold on, what is he saying? The line? I think he said <laughs> oh, yeah. something about how long it took him to wrote, write this song. Yeah. Yeah, because the story is just great, man. So at this point, when I heard this album, like this was like the first, this is probably the first Hollow Wicked song I had ever heard. Because again, I at that point, at this point, I was only hip to like what was out you could buy at the store. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, Dead Pumpkins is such a cool like. I never even knew of the concept of a fucking Halloween song to yeah. be quite honest until like I heard their shit. It was crazy. It blew my mind. Yeah. Whoop whoop, Mackenzie, Bing Bing, what is up? So yeah, this was a free cassette. Yeah, what's up? Free cassette. 
that they gave out to fans in clown makeup. Hmm. First annual oh. clown show. I remember that used Detroit. to be a stipulation to get the yeah, fucking yeah. track. Nineteen ninety three, you know. So fans without makeup didn't get shit. <laughs> uh, what else it say? Uh, hell yeah. Uh, the song took four hours to record and mix, but it took Violent J two weeks to write the lyrics. Yeah, I'm I'm not surprised. <laughs> yeah, because it's a fucking great story, yeah. it, and it and it doesn't sound like what they sounded like in 1993. I I don't. Think yeah, no, I mean this could pass for like a Hell's Pit era song or yeah, something. Yeah, because 1993 know? was what like in between uh, 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 Carnival and Ringmaster. Yeah, that would have been like around Beverly Kills time or yeah. yeah. Right around, probably when they recorded Ringmaster, then yeah, you know, it, it, I guess you could lump it in that era, but it for me, it still has this sound that's like it's beyond that, it's yeah. past that era. No, I'm with you. Oh yeah, I forgot about the scratching in the song too. That's yeah, the scratching is great. Scratching is too dope. <laughs> Wes Newman said his said Graveyard was the first song he heard by them. That's a good one too. Yeah, oh yeah, and that's on this fucking album, right? Yeah, yep. yeah, that's it. We're about to talk about it here. In a I minute. fucking love that song too. Yeah, yeah. me too. Um, but yeah, Dead Pumpkins. What more can you say? It's a great Halloween song. I mean, it's right up there. Now, Fast Sweaty Betty. This is this is legit one of my favorite ICP songs. Yeah, like, probably mine too. And and the next one, Willie Bubba. Oh yeah, both of absolutely. These, both of these songs back to back are fucking funny, yeah. hilarious. They have uh, they have that feel good kind of sound yeah. to them. Mikey Clark production, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean this. The little samples they have in this is is extremely creative, like uh, just the wacky shit they say in the song. It seems like it's a it cut from Tunnel of Love or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Or like Riddlebox. Yeah, I can't remember. It's so goddamn funny. The lyrics are so like perfectly picked. The hook. I mean, he literally just they say fat, sweaty, Betty. You know, what I mean? yeah. like, fat, sweaty, Betty. <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow. It has a. Um, it has a 70s kind of funk groove to it. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Let's, let's groove to it for a second. Ooh, it was nasty. <laughs> fucking knock the wind out of me. Yeah, so like, I mean, they've made songs like this where like nobody was making songs. Nobody still makes songs about fucking a huge giant fat bitch or, you know, being super balls of fucking every ugly skank in the town, you know. Nobody does shit like that but ICP. And this, you know and so it says there's not much info, but it says this was another free cassette. So they would just make like classic ICP <laughs> bangers and give them out for free yeah. at shows. Wouldn't put them on albums. <laughs> yeah, on the back of neck, sweaty. Let's see. <laughs> Joker's Gallery Show, Prom Night Massacre. So they're just going through all the tour names, like okay. little show names they would give each. If it, Pie what a, fucking face tour. What up? We got five viewers. Shout out to y'all if you're watching or listening. Give us a comment. Get your shout out. We'll uh, yeah. We'll talk. Yeah. We'll, we're talking juggalo shit and forgotten freshness. Um, all right. Um, Mackenzie said she loves Halloween on Military Street and my axe. Halloween on Military Street, which we'll talk about here in a minute, is a fucking phenomenal song. Yeah, that's yeah. We'll get to that one. Um, Willie Bubba. This seems like it's another like cut from Riddlebox era or yeah. some shit. I'm sure. Like the cartoony, funny stuff. Like yeah, this yeah. song's almost like a like a, a more childish version of like Mr. Johnson's head or something. You know what I mean? It's just like a weird little. I don't know. Like for some reason, I get a Mr. Johnson's head vibe from it. I don't yeah. know if it's just because he's talking about being in school, but or being a kid and shit. But um, it's it's just such a wacky, funny version. Though. Yeah. 
I was a freshman when this came out, okay. and I remember literally just listening to this. Sorry, I'm. Uh, but yeah, I remember uh, listening to this in the classroom, and like, <laughs> like there was this, there was this like kind of like redneck dude that was in my classroom that I hated. <laughs> so it was just funny. You would be like, that's that just shows you the genius of ICP. They spoke exactly what you were going through. Yeah. I was in a freshman class. I hated this fucking because he was this big giant fucking redneck dude that would pick on me. He would just like come up to me behind me in gym class and just start choking me out for no reason. Wow, what an ass. I would literally just be standing there and he'd be like, tap out my Come on! And, you know, just fucking with me. So that know? was your Willy Bubba. Yeah, that. So uh, <laughs> this, you know, this was obviously your fit. This was your fantasy coming out, trying to beat the fuck out of this dude. I yeah. knew I couldn't. This dude was like fucking outweighed me by hundred pounds. But it's like, you know, I I don't know that I've ever seen them like play this song in concert. And this would be a cool, fun concert song. Maybe they have, and I just don't. It would be a it. great crowd participation. Yeah, song. that's what I'm saying. I think it'd be who you know, kicked Willy Bubba's ass. Oh, dude. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. That's like I mean, great, as man. good as fucking chicken. Dude, they probably don't remember this song. <laughs> Shaggy would be on his phone literally the entire time. Like, <laughs> you said that's what he was doing during the acoustic set, <laughs> yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, man. I didn't watch that shit yet. Oh, bless Shaggy, bless, bless, bless you, you, Shaggy. Yeah. I've, I mean, I've watched a fucking Rida set, and it really doesn't get much worse than that, as far as like forgetting shit. But then again, they're wearing masks, so you can't even see who the fuck they are. So. Yeah. Nevertheless, Willie Bubba, great fucking song, great song. Yeah. Just just as good as fucking Fast Sweaty Betty. It's like the just a flip side of Fast Sweaty yeah, Betty. Yeah. Those two too. songs just <laughs> go together so well. Yeah. They paint. They paint a, a, a colorful visual picture. You can see every scenario happening. You know, yeah. it's just the voices are funny. It's super creative. It's super happy. It's fu you know they're talking about fucked up shit, but it's uplifting right. in a way. Yeah, it's fun. You know, it's it's just just a fun song. Um, Graveyard, Project Born, ICP. This is one of the songs we've talked about before. Where like, it's like you pick a song and just bump it for a long time. Like this is like your song of the moment. This song had its moment for a long time with me. Oh yeah, especially in the in in the car. Yeah, you definitely. Know? It's a song like back. I mean, this came out. I I remember being in ninth grade when this shit came out. I remember like uh, going to like lunch, like we could leave the school to go to lunch, like go to Wendy's and shit. And uh, I mean, we would just bump this, like we'd ride in like Josh Graber's car, yeah, like speakers or whatever. I mean, it would just bump like a motherfucker. We all were like, ah, just like aggressively rocking the fuck out to it yeah. all the time. It, it was our, you know, it it was our gangster shit. Yeah, you know, when we were fucking. That's a good point. White yeah. kids from the suburbs. This was what made us feel like just hard and like you know it made us feel like you couldn't fuck with us. Yeah, and you know yeah. like it, it was kind of different because you never heard really at, until this point like ICP rap with people that were like you know seemed like they were like almost like a gangster rap kind of style. You know, I mean you heard them rap, up at this point. You heard them rap with Kid Rock and Esham capital E who all yeah. like have very similar styles to them you know yeah but, like uh, and I, I didn't know nothing about Project Born I thought maybe this was a, uh, an actual like rap group that was on the radio and popular yeah I'm same I didn't know either but um, but it was cool like I mean I, I made it my mission to, like memorize every word even though this dude at the whatever this first guy's name is I still don't know but um, so he has Nitty. a lisp yeah 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 so annoying <laughs> yeah uh, but I thought they were so gangster I was like man God, these guys are probably real killers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's dope. I mean, 
I don't know. What more can you say? This is like this is like as far as lyricism goes, it's some of ICP's best at this point, you know. I, I like my I, name is Violent Jagged and I be sleeping in a coffin <laughs> deep underground. Never to I will say I think I like Shaggy's verse the best in this song. Oh yeah, here it goes, right here. For some reason, Shaggy kills this shit. So then I'm back and he, he does some of that double time shit. Yeah, he does. And then I run. And yeah, you never really heard him do that shit. That's yeah. a good point. Like he killed this beat. Corpse came jumping out a tree. Out a tree. And falling on top of me. Yeah. This is great, yeah, man. This song I love is tight, Shaggy's verse, dude. It's a great one. Yep. All right. Next song is Fuck Off. Love it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you can't go wrong with this, but this has been on some. Uh, I may be wrong, but I feel like this has been on at least five fucking different albums they put out. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I know it debuted on Fuck Off. The it was on Fuck Off. It was on uh, Mutilation Mix. Oh, okay. And it was on this. Okay. At least, so. It's probably on like Hatchet History or something. Yeah. <laughs> something like that. But yeah, I mean, this song's fucking great. Suck my nuts, bitch. Fuck you is the hook. I mean, <laughs> it's great, man. that's one of the best hooks I've ever heard. Yeah. And this would start a uh th this would start a lineage of uh Shaggy doing solo work. Yeah. That have everything he's put out solo has been great. And like I, I, one thing I even loved at the time cuz I never heard anything like it, but we talked about this during like they do it during What is a Juggalo and shit where like Violent J comes out he's like he's like uh here come like a motherfucking vampire please stop on my head cause I'm on fire and then Shaggy's like nah fuck off bitch this is my yeah, record yep. <laughs> you yep. know he just like cuts him off which I, I think like, is so tight but even Shaggy yeah. even, even on Shaggy's solo album on the song that's on the title track he still fucking has Violent J yeah you know? well, <laughs> and Violent J oh 232 fuck off um, he's like yeah it's near the high school 232 fuck off <laughs> yeah. um I always like for a long for the longest time, and sometimes even when I'm just like feeling something dumb out, like online or whatever, I'll still put my address as two thirty two. Fuck off. Two thirty two. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah, man. It's yeah. It's near the high school. <laughs> I, I've said that a couple times, just like quoting it, like two thirty two. Fuck <laughs> off. Yeah. So that was recorded in ninety four. Yeah. Yep. Sounds like it. Yeah, it definitely. No, it's a great like song. That. I mean, I love it. Okay. That would be what the. Uh, Ringmaster era, wouldn't it? 94? Yeah. <laughs> Great production. <laughs> um, I didn't mean to kill him. Another classic. This song is tight. Yeah. Didn't it kill? Listen to me. Oh, that beat is... I've always loved that. Yeah. What is that? What instrument is that? You know all kinds of shit about music. Uh, it sounds like a synth, but yeah. But it sounds like almost like a whammy bar on a guitar. Or yeah, like that. yeah. I think you're exactly right. It's probably it's probably a whammy sample. I love that though. It sounds so cool. Yeah. Um. But yeah, this song is tight because like, oh, let me turn this down a little bit. He's like he's telling a story about um. <laughs> about like just <laughs> fighting this guy and killing him and then like what he's gonna do with him and shit you know it's just funny as fuck is it the songs that I didn't mean to kill him I didn't mean to kill him kill him <laughs> it's just so funny how they can go from like something like graveyard yeah. or dead pumpkins to like this where they're like they're just you know goofy about it yeah I and mean, they always have like a song like this on every album too where it's just like a off the wall goofball song yeah. you know 
There's a few of those on Bizarre, on the Bizarre albums. It says this was recorded in 95 and it was going to be on the Riddle Box. Oh, wow. Okay. They didn't think it was good hmm. enough. It's definitely good enough to be on Riddle yeah. Box. What, would it have fit? You know, that's a different story, but I'm sure if it was on there, it would be fucking classic, though. When it might be. Fuck you, your punches are He's weak. talking about the funniest thing in this song is the voice you hear screaming at the end of each verse. <laughs> oh yeah, that shit is great. Oh my god! <laughs> that's Billy hit. Bill. Oh, really? That's what he says in the liner notes. He's like, believe it or not, but that's Billy Bill. That's <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. Thuggish homie bar bodyguard. Listen, look, I want to hear it now. Fuck, here comes somebody. Matter duck. Yep. All right, here we go. Listen. That's Billy Bill. Yeah, that's so funny, man. I love it. That's that's such a good song. Yeah. I mean, I, every song on here is like feels so classic to me. But um, here's another. I think they put the entire "Fuck Off" record on this yeah. album. By Besides the way, Besides Three Rings. Oh, was that originally on "Fuck Off"? Yeah. Really? Oh shit. Yep. Um, that's interesting. I didn't know that. Um, but yeah, Southwest Strangler. This song is ridiculous, but it's so tight. Yeah, it, this one's so funny because it's just. Uh, it seems like you could write this song in like a matter of minutes. Yeah, yeah. But like the energy, he's. It, it almost it's like it's like uh, he's drunk or something. Like, <laughs> like he's like wobbling yeah. and like he he's just. It's not like, you know what this song kind of reminds me of? It's like a predecessor to like I stab people or something. Where it's just yeah. like it's just a stream of consciousness for like uh, like here's what three minutes of my brain sounds like. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, and he just th is thinking of different ways to strangle people and talking about using all these funny metaphors and shit yeah. it's, it's such a insane song honestly but i love it i'm trying to remember i always remember the line where he says vent shaft hmm. like and i'm trying to pull it in the vent shaft but i'm like i'm trying to remember what the hell he, he rhymes remember. it with oh it took an ostrich <laughs> Get to meet a mom. <laughs> yeah, I love like how he he's doing like the gravelly voice and yeah. shit. Choke your neck a bit. <laughs> I like when he, he, she makes my nutsack hard. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, man, it's so cool. Like Shaggy doesn't. I mean, I, thinking right now, I can't really think of any examples, but he doesn't do this shit too often. Where he just like does like a weird, like wacky character almost. Yeah. You know, he's usually Shaggy too dope with all his voices and shit. But in this one, he's like. Just playing, like you said, like a drunken weirdo almost, <laughs> yeah, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I just I just want to know how the hell he recorded that. Because it, it sounds like he's screaming like, I mean, how did he do it? Uh, I don't know, man. I would love to see videos of that. Yeah. Dude, that would be gold. I see the booth. They released like old home videos of them in the booth. <sighs> oh. Man, I'd definitely buy that DVD. Yeah. All right, fuck it. Um, all right, Santa's a fat bitch. Love it. Play it every Christmas. Me too, man. Me too. Man, I I would play this. I would like put it on in the house. <laughs> yeah. During Christmas, I still do. Hell yeah. I think I put it on last Christmas. Okay. I, I'm <laughs> almost positive I did too. Yeah. Um, I don't quite play this one around the kids. Um, but uh, Red Christmas, I've like showed to the kids. Yeah. But um, 
This song is just a little rude to Santa for kids who are <laughs> it's a believers, you know, like it's pretty fucked up. <laughs> Where you, hey, listen to this song where they keep calling Santa a fat bitch. Oh, well, I mean, if you explain it to them, maybe they'd understand like, well, Santa never brought them shit, so. But yeah, like they they say some gangster ass shit to Santa on this song. He said, "Listen to my nine go click." Yeah, <laughs> Santa's a fat bitch. It's funny they say they they uh, pressed up, uh, made and sold ten thousand copies of this, and then wow. Island Records later uh, re released it. Yeah, um, I had a copy, like a sealed copy from like a gathering yeah, or something at one really, point in ninety seven. It rose to number forty on the Billboard charts. <laughs> Whoa, that that's makes sweet. ICP a top forty band. <laughs> That's awesome. Wow. Of yeah. all songs, too. Yeah. Santa's a fat bitch. What a great song. Well, for, for those that don't know, it's just them dissing Santa the whole time. The end. It's um, creative. It is very creative. One of their most creative, I'll say. Um, thanks, thanks, five viewers, for hanging in there. You got a few people, man. Shout, I'm shouting them out. Um, so the next song, which is the last song on album, the first album, right? Forgot Freshness Volume 1 is uh, Witching Hour featuring Misery. Yeah, so I did like this song. Mm, okay, Misery's verse is a little hard to get through. Okay, I don't even call it very much. Let me turn it up a little bit. I think Misery just does not fit in with ICP on the same song. Yeah, he really because he is like a true like New York like New York East Coast like ghetto yeah rapper for sure. So you got Jay like telling this pretty good fucking story. In, in explaining all this shit and then misery just comes in and it's just like I don't know doesn't man. even relate yeah I mean he's talking about time oh this like yeah he's like there this is some wicked shit by the way this song the by the way the beat is tight the hook is super tight I love the like sample yeah. weight on their voice and shit yeah the song is like great I just think I wish it wouldn't have been featuring misery here it is I, I like how the beat like switches for his verse though. Yeah. That's pretty dope. I don't know, man. Like I listen to the song and Misery's verse doesn't bother me. Yeah. I don't it, know it, any of the lyrics to it, but it may not nowadays if I listen to it, but I just remember back back then I was just like, eh. Of all the songs on this whole album, this is probably my least favorite, to be honest. Um yeah. it's I just this is one of those songs that just by the time I got to this track, usually like I was just like so beat because I just got done listening to so many fucking un awesome songs. I was just like, ah, oh, Witching Hour, uh, I'll pass. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I listened to it my fair share of times. Don't get I, me wrong. I mean, many I, times, but. I guess if, like, of all songs to end it with, that would, this would be the song to end it with. Yeah, this is a good, like, ending song. Yeah. The hook is super tight and the beat, if I didn't already say that. Yeah. All right, well, I don't have anything else to say. Like I said, I'm I'm not shitting on it. It's just literally like my least favorite song on this album. ICB have worse songs than this. Don't get me wrong. Right, are but. you talking about the first, the volume, um, or, out of, or out of both? Let me look at the track list on the second one. Uh, on both albums, it probably is my least favorite, to be honest. Yeah, right, I, 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 I could say that. Yeah, I might agree. Yeah, but yeah, it is what it is. I love Jay's like rapping and shit on it, but. It's just, I don't know. There's like just so many other better songs. That's really it. Oh, speaking of wrestling, there is one line where he's like, time to say fuck it. Nitro is yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> that is tight. Yep. Um, all right. So the first song on volume two is Mr. Johnson's Head. Um, this is the remix that they released at Hollywood Kid 99, maybe. No, because this came out in 98. Well, this album actually may have been early 99. Um, 
now that I think about it. But um, well, this yeah, the copyrights on this is is ninety is ninety eight. Okay. But let's see, ninety seven. Okay, so I knew it was up there, but yeah, they remade this version in ninety seven. Oh yeah, because ninety eight was actually uh, um, pumpkin carver. Because I went to that one. This was actually going to be on the Great Malenko, he's saying in this liner note. Oh, wow. It's going to be on the Great Malenko, but the song was too long. Mm. How the fuck is... What? Yeah, that's kind of weird. Plus, Hollywood ho-ass records didn't like the lyrics about killing a school teacher. (laughs) Uh, That was was the main reason, probably. Well, for what it's worth, I love the remix. I, I I think I like it more than the original, just because it's like just more polished. Yeah. You know, and, and he didn't deviate like at all yeah. from the style. The lyrics are very slightly changed on a yeah. couple parts, maybe. But, but yeah. I'm going to say it's all like I can't pick a fit. They're like almost exactly the same. Yeah. It, this is just a little more polished. Just because it's a little more polished doesn't mean I think it's like I, I'm going to put it as sure. better. But I, I can't say it's not. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to listen to the original and be like, man, I'd rather listen to the remix. Because I I yeah. would happily listen to either or at any time. If somebody said, hey, man, uh, we're going to listen to Mr. Johnson's head. Which one do you want to pick? I would be like, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, same. Both. Play <laughs> yeah. both back to back. I'll happily sit through it. Yeah. This song is fucking incredible. I mean, it's, it's one of, I think this is one of ICB's like best songs one of their best like written like stories and songs in general but this is in there i I would put if i hadn't already said it this goes in like the prom queen category i think too like just the the moon and the raw like emotion like put behind it you know something as simple well i say as simple but this is another thing to your point of this just them speaking to like high school age kids you know and this song really this definitely spoke to me at the time yeah yet another one i would listen to in class and yeah but yeah, th- but uh, this speaking of that, this like would f- befit on Malenko, I think. I think it would. Um, personally, I'm glad they left it off. Yeah. If nothing else, though, just because it's a remix song. Yeah. That's literally the only reason. If if they if if Mr. Johnson's head wasn't on Ringmaster, I would have happily welcomed this on the Malenko album yeah. and, and been mad that it was off. I, I think it fits in great and it sounds. Like right in there with all the other yeah, because it, it mixed and mastered. It sounds Malenko level yeah, for sure, absolutely. But I, you know, I know what they were thinking. They were probably like, just like us. They were thinking, oh, this is one of our best songs. Mm-hmm. Let's put it on Malenko. We know this is going to be a worldwide album. Yeah. So, man, you know they should just remix all of Ringmaster and uh, put it on new Joker's cards. Yeah, since they already <laughs> did it with Chicken Hunting, that'd be cool. <laughs> oh man, it'd be it'd be cool if like they picked an album for each from all the classic. Or picked a song from the classic Joker's cards and like at least put one remix on every new album they do. That would be fucking cool. You know? I would love it if they did that. And not yeah. just some, not like a bullshit like Wraith remix album. Not like that. I'm talking about like give it the Chicken Hunting or yeah. Mr. Johnson's Head treatment. You know what I mean? Yeah. Give it the well. Hocus Pocus was just a, a different beat, and it is, it stands on its own. But we'll, yeah. we'll talk about that in a minute. But anyways, Mr. Johnson says, um, Clown Love, another one from uh, Fuck Off. I'm going to say this is probably my favorite one on Fuck Off. I would agree. I I think Fuck Off, I love. I love the song Fuck Off. But this song is just just a greater, a better song in general. This one has a like for me a true like west coast feel no oh, okay it's got like that gangster whistle kind of sound going on yeah like that I, it just almost sounds like an ice cube type of type of joint you know like all right and he's talking about some gangster shit yeah you know this song is like about essentially like 
talking about clowns yeah. and juggalos being in their gang and shit. You yeah. know, essentially before all that shit, you know, it actually yeah, was. This one gives me that feeling of like summer t at home in summertime, just like banging it through the house, like <laughs> nothing to fucking do or going out, you know, in the ride yeah. with some friends during the summer and just banging this shit. It's it's shaggy like flexing like how he can, you know what I mean, and doing it well. You yeah. know what I mean? So, and I, uh, m what more can you say? I like it's, the hook too. Oh, me too. Like, I like where, where much clown love is in here. Yeah. And the, the music, it kind of it goes it down an octave. Yeah. Yeah, you can hear. Yeah. It. Bitch. Clown, what's that you clown? Wicked clown banging. I'm just a motherfucker that's down for the cost. You can suck on my balls unless you got clown love. <laughs> yeah, I like his flow. Yeah, he is. It's just. It's a good song. All right, um, Hocus Pocus remix. This is the first time. Well, we we may have had, we may have seen the video prior to this album coming out. I can't remember if I saw. I can't either. The, I can't remember when I saw the shockumentary. I know I know oh, I didn't yeah. see it on. It probably I, came out at similar time to this. Yeah, it might have came out around the same time, honestly. Yeah, it probably was. But I can't remember which one I saw first. Me neither. But it nevertheless, seems, it seems like the, at the same, you know, yeah. at the same time. Um, nevertheless, this song, like we were just saying, is like another remix. This is a remix of Hocus Pocus from the Malenko. But this one, they just, it's as far as I could tell, same vocals. Yeah. But just a different beat. But the new beat fits so fucking well. Yeah. Like, I've never heard, like, a remix song like this where the beat, like, I, I could listen to either or, and I love them both literally the same, you know? Like, yeah. even though I heard the other one a year prior or whatever, like, I don't know what it is, though. Like, they just did, they, he fucking nailed it with this remix. Yeah, I mean, you could, exactly, you could listen to both of them and, like, get a different feeling. Yeah, they give you a different vibe, yeah. you know? they The other one's way, like, more, like, darker and shit, seeming, yeah. but the lyrics are exactly the fucking The same. other one feels a little slower, even though I know the tempo's, like, the same. Yeah. Oh, and it still has, like, the carnival sound and yeah. shit. You know the one they chose for the video. I mean, they chose it for a reason. It is a good. It's a great. It's a great remix, man. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't know which one I like better. <laughs> I don't either. They're both <laughs> giving me different feelings, so I couldn't. I couldn't pick. I still love the the original. Again, I would listen to both back to back happily. Yeah. Um, Red Christmas. We mentioned uh, Mrs. Icebe's other Christmas song. Well, they've had several since, but I love the fucking like. Verses on the like the the writing on this song. Yeah, Santa's a fat bitch. I think is more classic, just due yeah. to the hook and crazy content. But I think this one kind of gets overlooked because even though, especially Shaggy's verse about being like a snowman and shit. Yeah, yeah, it's so fucking tight. Yeah, it is. It's good. I, I don't know what it is, man. Just what's Jay? I don't even remember what Jay's verse is about. Oh, he's like pretending he's Santa. Or yeah, some he's shit. Santa. Yeah. I got stuck in a chimney stack. <laughs> See, I remember the lyrics. I can't even yeah. remember what the fuck it's about. It's just like ingrained. I don't know. Like his voice is so funny. <laughs> I can't fuck around now. Like, <laughs> like this song, I think was just maybe it's forgotten because it doesn't really even have like a hook. They said another red Christmas, and then it's like an interlude. Yeah, it is like. Oh yeah, like it has like this. Like, yeah, <laughs> the horrible singing. There it is. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Shit's funny. Yeah. Oh, I love this. I love Shaggy. I love how he like comes in on this song. Hold on, here we go. Ain't got a home, so we nibbles on my nutsack. 
my butt crack toes and elbows. My nose is froze. Fuck you, hoes. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's he's not the I apologize. He's not the snowman. He makes a snowman and yeah. it melts and shit. And a pipe. We filled it with endo. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I like this part too. It's snowballs. I hate cornflakes. And we both with three balls off. I don't know, man. I love like every. This is like another song similar to like Piggy Pie, where I think like Shaggy just fucking nails it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah, every, for sure. In this in this song for sure, his <laughs> verses. And uh, oh, he's the one singing on the hook too. Oh, is he? Yeah, Like that's actually Shaggy. <laughs> that's funny. I was wondering who that was, but it does. Yeah, say. It says in here it's Shaggy. <laughs> that's yeah. really funny. Because we're boys. <laughs> Oh yeah, the snowman kills him. I forgot. Yeah, let's hear him sing again. He takes him out because he don't want to die. <laughs> it's fucking great. <laughs> it doesn't sound like Shaggy. <laughs> it's so funny now. I know that. All right, whatever. one to the head. <laughs> yeah, that's good shit, man. All right, so um, House of Wonders. Oh, this song is unique uh, as an Ice Beast song because it like literally like within two seconds it starts. Fuck. You know, like right on the first beat. So I'm gonna go ahead and say this is not probably not only one of my favorite songs on this. Oh, I forgot fresh. It's one of my favorite ICP songs. Really? Of all time. Okay. I I love it. But I, I, you I feel strongly said, about it. Yeah, I've probably said. I think I've said this in one of the other uh, episodes. But yeah, I fucking love this song. I love the fucking beat. Let me appreciate it for a second. Hold oh on. man, the energy. Oh, that part right there is tight too. Yeah, I must write that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was always mad they never made a third punch there. Yeah. This song is very tight. You're right. Song, man. So yeah, this was we confirmed this was a cut from Malenko, right? This actually was on Mutilation yeah. Mix, which yeah. I think we've talked about. Yeah, it was made for Malenko, so it says here. But they thought it turned out too shitty. I don't know. God, they're morons. <laughs> Man, they held their shit to a higher standard back then. Yeah. Do, I mean, I don't know if this is better than anything on Malenko. Like, I don't think they could have should have cut anything to put it on there. I don't know. I, I I really like this song, don't get me wrong. I even I like Shaggy's verse too. Shaggy, wow. Yeah. With the silicone, it's in your titty. It should, I don't know. I, I like the way the, the vocals are mixed. They got like that kind of echo on them. Yeah. Um. I mean, ICB, we've established like they were in the fucking zone yeah. at this time. So like they, I mean, everything they touched turned to gold, you know. And the, the end of it, um, uh, the end of the song, the scratching and the outro of the song is like a is like a really long, not like super long, but it's it's one of those extended outros with scratching yeah. and shit in it. I just, I just love it. This is the very the last twenty seconds right here. Oh yeah. Good shit, man. Carnival. Yeah, it's got that. That's crazy a crazy carnival yeah. vibe. Yeah, I mean, any song that has the carnival vibe, like, ICV just flexes so hard on it. Like, you know, it'll turn out like a masterpiece every time. Uh, Mr. Rotten Treats is the next song. Um, I'll say, like, this is one of my less favorite, like, Hollow Wicked songs. I know that's a controversial opinion. Mm -hmm. uh, just, this song just never really, like, spoke to me. I don't know what it was. I, I do like it, but I'm not even close to as much as I like Dead Pumpkins or um, Halloween on Military Street. 
Uh, this is a lot of people's favorite, right? I've heard a lot of people say like this is their favorite. Yeah. Yeah. I do. One thing I love that they did is like the intro is a continuation of the intro from Dead Pumpkins. The whole kid yeah, telling the yeah, story at the campfire. True. He's like, <laughs> he's like, oh, you've already told your story. He's like, so what, bitch? We sit here every day and tell stories. Yeah, <laughs> <It's> great. <laughs> he put the camp counselor in check. <laughs> yeah, and he looks like he sounds like a kid during that. that yeah, skit too. When they die, um, I do like. I think this song is like I said, it, it is yeah. a good song. I it's, like it. I think I just don't like it because it's like just so slow. Yeah, like similar, like the dead one almost, like. Well, it's got one of those beat. The tempo of this beat is meant for like double time rap. You know, it's like perfect for double time. And they just go backwards with it. Yeah. And, you know, ICP don't really do it. So, yeah, they're they're verses. When you don't double time rap to these beats that are laid out in this tempo, your verse, your shit's going to be slow. Yeah. Oh, shit. I do have a Mr. Rotten Treat shirt I should have got out. Yeah. Damn I remember it. that. Should have got that. I wore it to the Malenko show, I think. But yeah, this song was probably made around that time too. Then, if 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 Dead Pumpkins was made ninety three, well, this had to have been probably ninety four. Yeah, it was probably the next year. So this would have been like right between Ringmaster and Riddlebox era. Okay, you know. Yeah, but yeah, the hook. Ninety five. The hook is kind of always felt struck me as kind of boring. Like, I don't know, man. This is this song never really did it for me, but. You know, as far as ICP songs go, it's not the best, it's in my opinion. For what it's worth, I never skip it. Like, if I listen yeah. to this album, I'm listening to every fucking song. I do like all the candy they reference. I do, too. <laughs> I, I I um always wanted to do, like, um a similar type of song yeah. when I was thinking of Halloween songs and shit, but that song yeah. is tight. Um, all right, nevertheless, it's, it's a good song, not my shit, but... You said you did like it. Yeah, I like it. I don't skip it. Yeah. Um. So the old school Piggy Pie, same beat. A lot of the lyrics are the same, but Shaggy's verse is completely different. Um. I, I wrestle with myself sometimes between which one I like more, his verse on this or the one on Malenko, but... Yeah, so this is the one they made him change, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jay's verses are almost identical. He just changes a few lines. But yeah, even when I listen to either one, I mix the lyrics up. Like they're they're one and the same to me. Although I would listen to both back to back happily once again. <laughs> A lot of songs yeah. you can do that with. Yeah, it says Steve Jones, punk rock legend, uh, Sex Pistols played guitar, and then he actually says Shaggy's verse on this is the shit. Yeah. No. Nope. Let's see. Volkswagen Bug Seventeen Deep. Pull the trigger, love lights out. I love this part. First day out, we blow his lungs out his uniform. Yeah. <laughs> I love that line. Like the shotgun in the background and shit. It's so tight. He paints a good picture. On yeah. Um, Shaggy's but, voice in this is deeper, it seems. Yeah. This um, this verse he is all about him like getting chased by the cops. Where in the original, well, this he's is in the, the courtroom. Yeah, he's in yeah. the courtroom the whole time. So maybe this is what led up to him being in the courtroom. Yeah. This is the prequel. Wicked clowns, cause we need. Yeah, I like how they take him. He takes him, leads him to the carnival grounds. Yeah. Yeah. That shit is so tight. All right, great song. I mean, we already. I I could suck the song's dick all day. I love it. This is one. This song is one of my favorites on the album. I mean, that's how good fucking Piggy Pie is. Yeah, I, I I never remembered it being like so different. 
yeah. Shaggy's verse. But now that I'm thinking, it's like, yeah, it's completely it's fucking. Ha- yeah, not yeah. even a single word is the same. I don't know. All right, moving on. We we we're done with that. So this is the last song from Fuck Off, I do believe. Yeah. This song is, is seems like it's a um like another version of Three Rings, essentially, you know? Yeah. But he's just talking about all the freaks and weirdos at the circus and um how they're all like in his gang. Yeah. <laughs> the lyrics are mad funny. Yeah. The strong man. Shaggy says my homeboy's Jack and the Cannon Man. <laughs> the Jack he's referring to is this fresh fresh ass fat ninja that he knows. He walks around <laughs> looking for autographs from wrestlers and he looks like he's it looks like he's seventies fat fucking weirdo. Jack is the best. He's going on about this Jack. Dude. <laughs> uh, it's just tight. Yeah. But yeah. Um uh, this is I, I do like the like sample and the hook here. Like it's so goofy. Yeah. Um this song though, like to me it's kind of forgettable. I do like it, you know. It's just, it's like it's like the Mr. Rotten Rotten Treats of the of the Shaggy solo. Yeah, I would yeah. say so. You know, not a bad song, but like out of ten, I would give the song like a six or something. You yeah. know what I mean? But I don't know. You do you think otherwise? Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not to shit on. It's just not not my favorite. <laughs> I think the production was not quite there yeah. on this song. Hmm. It was a good effort. Uh, the the thing that song had was bumps. It, yeah. it banged. I could see that. Yeah. Um, now, 85 bucks an hour, on the other hand, was another one of those my like shit. Like, you know, this song was oh, so yeah. fucking good. Yeah, and I don't know what it is. Great. Like, this song literally is like the closest ICP's <clears throat> ever got to putting out like a freestyle. Yeah. But which I doubt it. I'm sure this was written. It was probably written very quickly. Yeah, yeah. You know? And this was actually the first time I heard of Twisted. Um, you know, by this point, I may have actually had like a, mo- a copy of Most Tasteless. Really, like, like the, the original. original. Really, see, I didn't. Yeah, I, I didn't know about Twisted until I, I didn't even fucking see a Twisted album until the re-release of Most Tasteless. Yeah, because I um when I went and saw uh, ICP in the House of Horrors show, Twisted opened up, and I remember thinking like, oh, they were pretty sweet, like. Well, I'll be honest. I didn't remember much about them, but I was like, they are affiliated with ICP. I must get their shit. Yeah, exactly. pretty much how my brain worked at the time. But yeah. so when I went to Record Connection, and I think you know what, I bought the bootleg Forgotten Freshness and the original Most Tasteless the same day, and uh, I went home with both albums. Nice. But nevertheless, that's how I had heard of Twisted, and I, I did bump that album quite a bit at the time. Yeah. See, I didn't know, man. I didn't know. I didn't hear twi- other than this. I didn't hear shit for Twisted until 99 when Most Tasteless came out. The re-release? Yeah. yeah. Okay. But yeah, that said, though, um, Twisted's verse on the verses on this are cool. Like, you know, they're dope. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Yeah. This song is just it's so goofy. It's like, it should be like a forgotten about like, you know, literally a forgotten freshness is what this song is. But, um, but it's, I think it's kind of like a, the shining star almost like this song is, I don't know. It's, it, there's something about it. It has like some kind of magic. It was it. a, uh, it was almost like a predecessor of like, what was, what was to come between all of them? Hmm, maybe that's it. It has like a, like you could feel it. Yeah. You know? Like you knew like they were going to click. You yeah. knew that they were going to, you know, be able to form a group or, it just had that feeling, yeah. And, you know, maybe that's why this song sticks out as being so much better than that of, like, Witching Hour or Graveyard. Yeah. You know? Don't get me wrong. I love Graveyard, but... Well, I don't know. I I think I love Graveyard the song more, but Twisted's feature on this song... Yeah, no, 85 bucks an hour worked 
as a feature. Right, like all right. of them worked, obviously, because yeah. obviously they, they fucking worked for you know, 15 years yeah. well together. Right. You know, it, it could have very well been Project Born if they would have had the same magic yeah. to work with. Absolutely. But. So the point is, you can feel it there. It's there. You yeah. know what I mean? And the, the song, I, I, whether you know it or not, you can kind of, you know, get a taste of it. But I mean, but yeah, their verses are nothing to be excited about on the song. They're just goofy and stupid. But No, it's the overall feeling that the song has. Yeah. That, that is the important part of it. Take drag on the tile floor. Kick freestyles <laughs> for miles. My gold comes in piles. He might have been freestyling right there. Yeah, I think he probably was. shit, and now spit raps. They definitely freestyle because he trails off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, whatever. Halloween on Military Street. To this day, is probably the tightest Hollow Wicked song to me. Definitely the tightest, best, dopest Hollow Wicked song. Another one that I could possibly put a, as one of my favorite songs of high C, icp songs of all time oh yeah that's this would be up there to yeah, me yeah like this one is more than a halloween song to me this one is just i don't know man it's it's the essence of the clowns in so many ways like i never heard a song like this yeah you know this is nostalgic when, when i was a kid i got nostalgic listening to this <laughs> for some reason it, it like it gave me nostalgic feelings from being like a little little oh kid. wow okay you know, yeah, like trick-or-treating shit as a young, like, uh, young kid. This song, like, I, every time I listen to this song, I can, like, imagine every house he goes to, all the people and shit. Exactly. It's like, you, if, if someone, if I was good enough, I would make, like, an animated video of this song or something. I know, like man. This, this song needed a fucking video so bad. <laughs> so good. Like, a, a, a well-done one, not, not some shitty, you know. So for those who don't know, just to recap real quick, this song is the whole song. He's just going house to house, trick or treating. And like it's on Military Street where every house has like some fucked up person behind the door. You know, Yeah. Um, when, by the way, when uh, Jumpsteady tells that story of the road. Yeah, it kind of has this feeling. Oh, OK. So sweet. Yeah, it's almost like a true, <laughs> true to life. But, you, uh, you know, um, uh, Brandon, uh, my, my buddy, um, he does the Unknown Pod. I was listening to it uh, last week. He talked about how him and his family went to Detroit like a couple weeks ago, and they actually like found Military Street. They asked, oh, he he told a funny story actually about how he went to Detroit in the past and asked like a local like how to get to Military Street, and they said, no, I'm not telling you how to get there. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that was funny, but. Um, but then this time he like obviously GPS is a thing, so he they found military street like strolled down and he said it was he said it looked like hood, but it wasn't anything like obviously yeah. he didn't see any crackheads like falling out of windows and shit like they oh, described. Yeah. But, but obviously they're you gotta think, man. It's an exaggeration. We get it, but so when so this song was probably pulled from when I see when they were kids. Yeah, so you gotta think they were kids in the eighties, the early eighties yeah. or whatever. So it probably was a lot different back then, dude. Oh yeah, I'm sure it was. The the the, the 80s was a fucked up time. A little more wild, wild west. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. No, I get it. Yeah. Hood shit. Yeah, it was a lot different back then. I mean, I'm sure a lot of this does come from at least like some personal experience. I mean, don't get me yeah. wrong. Like nobody's scraping flakes off their dead feet in front of a child. But, no. But you know that the point is like the vibe. You can you get what they're where they're coming from. Yeah. You know. Has doubled in. I always love that line too, where he like he power bombed him in the street, and he's like, "Now my sack of candy has doubled in size." Yeah, <laughs> it's so ruthless. But yeah, I mean, some of the descriptions on the song are like, 
ICB's writing at their best. Yeah. Uh, I love the production to this. It's, I don't know. The production is has got this eerie yet uh, atmospheric, almost like comforting feeling to mm. it. And then um, the video, I always imagined a claymation video for this. Hmm. Okay. Like uh, something that would look almost like a Nightmare Before Christmas hmm, looking that would type be cool. shit. Yeah, that would um, be sweet. Yeah, like I, that's what I've always envisioned is just like an animated, like well, claiming not animated. Like I don't want like a digital looking animated thing. Yeah. I want like a fucking you could feel it claymation like thing. That'd be super dope. Yeah, damn, that'd be tight. I wish I had some skills. I would do that. Yeah, if anybody out there is listening, if you can do claymation, I'll throw in on the um, on the uh, Kickstarter for that. Yeah, we'll, wanna... we'll we'll kickstart something up and try to get this made. <laughs> the GoFundMe. We'll make this like twenty five year old song a thing. Yeah, Anyways. man, it would be so dope. This song would still hold up. They could have released this song at this year's Halloween, and people would fucking love it. Yeah. Um, all right, dog beats. Love dog beats. I like it, but it's not. It, it's always been kind of a meh song. Yeah, like, I love. I, I love the beat. I love the. Uh, what is it? The uh, is it a George Clinton sample? Is it? Let me look. I don't know if they say it. What? You don't stop with the phone from the old days. That's a beat place, yo. I mean, it's fun. Yeah, I like it, man. I think I just don't like it because it's like I know it's not ICP. Like, no. <laughs> yeah, this is not ICP. <laughs> this was before. <laughs> yeah, this is before, and I I don't like it. <laughs> it's it's more like that kind of. There's like a little little miniature me in my head, like doing yeah. that. But but that's how I know the words. I I I'll groove to it and shit. But it's just not the ICP I've known. I've grown to love is all. You know? Yeah. Yeah, he always trails off in these liner notes. Like he talks about releasing it, and then he talks. He starts to go in on a. Um, um, the third member who he's talking about was Shaggy's brother, and then how he became a DJ and shit. Like, <laughs> talk about the fucking song. Yeah. So oh, that no. so John Kick Chaz. Yeah. He's on. Is he on the song? Yeah. That's oh, what okay. Says. Shaggy's brother. No, okay. Yeah. I mean, I I don't yeah. recognize it. Yeah. So I think this is a George Clinton sample. A lot of people have used that. Obviously, it bumps like a motherfucker. This must be him. <laughs> Like Rocky Dennis. Bass in the car, some stacks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, whatever. Dog yeah. beats, not the greatest, but now Mental Warp, on the other hand. Mental Warp is so fucking dope. I w I'm gonna say one of the wickedest songs they've ever done. Oh, okay. Yeah. It does have like the some of the dreariest, creepiest kind of vibe yeah. ever. No, like like the visuals in this song is truly fucking terrifying. Ooh, this is like the theme song to Are You Afraid of the Dark? <laughs> The roof, like, just, dude, this shit is a bad trip. Yeah. This shit is a bad fucking acid trip. I give him my soul, my body I can keep. Yeah, like, oh, I mean, man. that, that kind of, that writing there is, like, really twisted. And yeah, this weird. is, the, this is fucking, this is terrifying like you, stuff. You man. wonder what kind of, like, mind state he was in probably when he, like, wrote this shit. He said yeah. the very first line on the liner notes, this song is mad fucking scary. <laughs> if you sit and listen to the lyrics, you'll fill your drawer with foul substance. <laughs> this song was originally recorded in 1995. Didn't seem to fit anywhere. Hmm. But yes. Yeah, so They're asking me to follow. I shall. I shall. Wasn't this, um... <laughs> was this song uh, Average Guys? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Did I turn that shit off? I think I'm getting possessed. <laughs> uh, for, for the uninitiated, we used to do a backyard wrestling league like 20 years ago. And uh, we had a wrestler named Average Guy. He was literally just an average guy, but he's one of our best friends. Um, but for some reason, we all picked like Juggalo songs and shit for our theme songs. I don't think you did, but uh, I can't remember what I, I think I picked. Uh, Isham, maybe. Isham, yeah. yeah. Um, I had a Blaze song for mine. You want to fuck with the unbeatable, damn it? You know that song, <laughs> yeah. um, real G shit, whatever the fuck. But uh, for for whatever reason, we made that. We just had like a CD book. Like, what song do you want to do? And like, we ended up just picking for some reason this song. This was average guy's entrance. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> entrance music for. A wrestling yeah. which it's it doesn't make sense at all you know that's why we did it i tried to i tried to talk him into picking the song like ordinary average guy i'm it, just an ordinary yeah. he was, average guy he was yeah. not fucking having no it. no <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny though oh don't get me wrong I, I love that this was his theme song yeah but yeah that said this song i don't think i really appreciated it at the time too much but i really really enjoy it now like dude if you sit and listen to this in the dark like I could play this for my kids and it would probably creep them out. This song is fucking mad creepy, huh. man. I'm gonna lo I'm gonna lock my kids in a dark room and force them to listen to Mental Warp. <laughs> Dude, this would disturb them. Don't. And, and then fast sweaty Betty. <laughs> <laughs> and then fuck off. Oh god, man. <laughs> so this this one thing you can say about this album is it runs the fucking gamut. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like I mean, if you wanted just a, a sampling of what ICP can do, like this song has a bit of every single thing that they have they can. And have done yeah. you know? during all the good eras, yeah, like all the the great eras that they were absolutely. Like if this is the shit that you know for for a non ICB fan, like listen to this album, like I'm sure there's something for everybody on this album. Honestly, on between the two, um, man, you'd have to be a real dickhead to uh, like listen to that and be like, okay, I hate every single one of these songs, and I I say fuck ICP. <laughs> I'm sure there is. I know there's haters. There definitely is. Haters gonna hate, man. Yeah. Right, but well. yeah, man. That one just this song fits in to me. It fits perfectly with like Killing Fields. Yeah, and like absolutely. 12. And this was made around that time, right? Yeah. Ninety five. Yeah. Is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah. So it just it, it just has that like real fucking wicked vibe to it that I honestly don't think they've ever topped. As far as like truly disturbing wicked shit. Yeah, I mean that that's a good point. Um, that last song on uh, I forget the name of it now on uh, F uh, Fearless Fred is not even close to that man. I don't even, what was that song? I don't, to the wicked, I don't even the remember. Panty shit, choke you with your panties. Oh yeah, what the fuck? Uh, yeah, remember they they put that out like oh this is ICP's like. Wickedest. Wickedest ruthless song. It's like, no, it's one of the most like fetishly disturbed, but it's not like wicked, like mental I mean, warp. It disturbed me in a way that like I don't want to keep listening to that song. Yeah. But <laughs> mental warp disturbs me in a way like it's I, I, interesting. I, I honestly like, I, I don't know. It's, uh, it's a thin line between like I'm curious and I almost like feel sorry for Jay yeah. for like writing that shit. Yeah. Like whatever mindset he was in at that point. Mental warp is like poetically disturbing. Yeah. Like almost like uh I'm not trying to compare Jay's writing to um like Edgar Allan Poe or anything, but it's like to me it, it, it's that type of thing. No, I get it. Very it's like, like he's he like reached deep. Yeah, like, it's like it's like from within like dark disturbing like mental health like you seen like demons in yeah. the fuck in the world type like in your mind and shit like yeah so I mean that's and to me that's the scariest most wicked shit you could ever think of is like yourself is like mm. the demons that you that you run from in your own mind you know but yeah yeah I don't know that 
I, I love that song, Mental Warp. Fucking, I think I've heard some other jugglos or some comments or something where people have said the same thing. Like it's probably like they're one of their wickedest songs and one yeah. of their favorite songs. I I think um, you know as, as a whole, um, Forgotten Freshness one and two. Uh, it, it's, I mean, I'll, I'll say it probably every episode. Juggalo classic. Like if if you like any ICP albums, you would like this album. Like there's no reason not to check this out if you're at all interested in ICP. Like it's a, it's a great sampling of their stylings. Yeah. You know. And I'd be interested in, to know if this I want to look it up uh to see if it was uh platinum. Yeah, well, I, I think it was. I can google it real quick. Let me just google ICP platinum albums cuz I think uh, uh you know, 97, Malenko, this, and Jekyll Brothers okay. all went platinum. I could be wrong. Let's see. How many platinum albums does ICP have? They've earned three gold albums and two platinum. Okay, hold on. That's on their Wikipedia. This has at least got to be gold. Um, Yeah, for sure. All right, let's see. I mean, this doesn't tell me like if it's platinum or gold or anything. Oh, okay. There, okay, there it is. Gold. Ringmaster's gold. Riddlebox. Great Malenko's Platinum, Jekyll Brothers is Platinum. Um, let's see Forgotten Freshness. This is all like their... Oh, here we go. Forgotten Freshness, the original was released in 95, by the way. Um, okay. Nope, this isn't. This doesn't say. Oh, it says gold. Okay. Okay, So gold. Forgotten Freshness 1 and 2 is gold. It was released in 98. Okay. Well. And there you have it. Oh, you know what? I just realized we should definitely do The Pendulum as a full album, too. Yeah. You want to do that? Uh, that'll be after... Well, if we're going to do... I think that's after Bizarre, isn't it? It's during the Bizarre era when um, that shit came out. The yeah. Pendulum, yeah. Yeah. 2000. Well, Bizarre was 2000, so this would be 2002. Yeah. Which, this is um right before like the Wraith. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, we could also, if you want to do, I don't know if it, it, they're not really ICP albums, but there's a lot of ICP songs on like the Wicked Clowns. Like the first album was during the... Uh, the Wicked Clowns from Outer Space was... was oh, um, the Psychopathics from Outer Space. Yeah, sorry. Psychopathics no, okay. from Outer Space was during the uh, Jekyll Brothers era, wasn't it? I believe so. Yeah, I was gonna There's see. definitely some ICP songs on there that are uh, classics. Psychopathics from Outer Space was 2000. So we'll be able to do that around bizarre time. Yeah, I, I would love to do those. I, I yeah. want to do those songs. So Absolutely. We, so we could do Jekyll Brothers, Psychopathics, Bizarre, bizarre, bizarre. and then Pendulum. Okay. Does Sounds that like, sound? Does that sound good to the viewers? <laughs> Let us know. Tweet us. No, we don't even have a Twitter for this. It'll be some good time to build up to the to the Almighty Six. Yo, what's gonna happen? <laughs> what's gonna happen? I mean, I think the end is gonna consume us all, man. We'll see. Um, but There's yeah, no way they're gonna trick us about anything. They would never trick us. <laughs> and if they did, even if they did, they wouldn't be sorry about it. No, no, of course not. <laughs> All right, man. Anything else you want to say before we wrap it up? <clears throat> no, nah, man. I, you know, it's pretty simple. This one. All right, man. Let's uh, shuffle the fuck up on out of here. Slide it right back in the deck. All right, we'll catch you guys next time on Deck One Dell. Peace. <laughs>